The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the truth It's a dangerous Stop. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who Hey, welcome to another Kwame Sports Sometime Rich with Ken from the ATL. We got a quick hour to go by, but we got a lot of things we want to talk about. If you you know you listen to the show, you know how fast we go. Uh, different topics we hit on. It, it's just that active. Uh, I am in Arizona, and first off, let me say congratulations to the Arizona Cardinals and Hamilton High School. Cardinals won a game, seven game, uh, losing streak broken, and Hamilton High School won their third consecutive. Uh, state championship. I got Ken from the ATO on the phone. Uh, Ken, what's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on, Kwame and everybody? How's everybody doing today? Not bad, man. I'm just here. I'm, I am so tired. You might even hear it in my voice. I might really have that Barry White. Coach B is uh, <laughs> Coach B on the line too. So, uh, so, be, so be careful. Uh, you know, you ain't got no Barry White, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I was ready to talk, start talking bad nah, about. No, man. Uh, no, nah, my man. My man get, sent me the text. Say Coach B's connected. So yeah, I'm connected. I have about two pages stuff to talk bad with him about. I got beef. Well, you got beef? Coach, coach is corner, first time coach is corner in about six months. Yeah, well, about six weeks. Coach is corner. Yeah, coach is corner has been active, man. Coach is corner is usually the second segment, and then. Um, coach is corner. We still got that? Yeah. <laughs> We give you thirty seconds. You know, you, we know your boss gets more minutes on the couch. <laughs> I ain't the one today. I'm gonna. That, you, you, you in a bad mood, man? What's, what's going on? We want to. You know, I'm you know I'm at work. You know, doing my thing, coaching. Not working out for you. You mm. know. I ain't, I didn't hear him. What would he say? What'd you say, Ken? Sensitivity class not working out for you. Oh, oh, okay, Ralph Tresor. You're the one that's always in the, in the meeting with your boss. <laughs> Getting y'all couch on, I don't know. That's how you no, get. A, that's, you know, that's how you get a raise, and I'm talking about a raise. And he he gets his raise. <laughs> he helps raise too. Man, look, this is what I want to talk about, though. This is, I know uh, you guys want to hit that Cliff Lee. I want to hit that hard because this is different scenarios to what took place. Um, and I, and uh, I like you know that he took the job. He took the uh, Phillies job for the. Uh, and I'm just gonna touch on him, but we'll get into it as the show go on. You know, for less money, but I also don't like he took it for less money. So in in Corn's Ball's language, I'm in a pickle with that one. Well, you're uh, not so. really, but you got to understand. So he'd been there before. He was there when they won the World Series, and you know, it's always nice to go back home. You'll do a little bit more to go back home for less. Right, and I understand that. A, a, his wife didn't like New York at all, so she wasn't going to New York. So we knew New York was out of the question. Then they pulled beer on her. Yeah, they yeah. did. They disrespected her, so she wasn't going to New York. New Yorkers are New Yorkers, man. But when you a New Yorker. Uh, that beer don't get poured on you. So, uh, well, you know, the wife usually uh, makes the decision or kind of lean you heavily towards, you know, away from the one she doesn't want. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But you also got to look at that. Uh, you know, I think another reason why he chose Philly is because I think he has a better chance to win a World Series within the next five years, maybe even multiple World Series 
with the Philadelphia Phillies. I mean, you talk about their batting is is, is one of the best there is in the, in the National League. You think so? Not all of baseball, but also he's joining a pitching staff that already has Roy Oswalt, Cole Hamels, Holiday, Roy Holiday. Now you add a Cliff Lee, a four man rotation like that. This is a team that can possibly win the World Series. Uh, at least three out of the next five years. But when he signed, when he signed that deal, that's the first thing I say. The Phillies were independent. First thing I said when he signed that deal. Uh, then I had to look more into it why he signed the deal. And and, and Rich alluded to it earlier. You can always give a hometown uh, team that discount because he's been there before. They've done it before. Uh, now look at that four man rotation as you mentioned, Ken. These guys should not lose that many games. These guys should. And two of them are power hitters. All four of them has a good postseason record. Uh, uh, they're above average in the postseason. So uh, this is a team that the New York Mets are not going to compete compete with at all. The uh, Atlanta Braves not going to be able to compete with because of the pitching style. Uh, as you can also ask the question with Philadelphia is uh, why didn't they go get another bat? Uh, but I think you could build your team around. You could start that team around pitching. Some build their team around offense, and which is. Uh, Hitting, getting the balls out the park, getting balls in play. There's certain baseball stadiums uh, where there's hitting, hitting areas that you know you just have to be a superior out, athlete in the outfield to get to those balls. There's gaps, there's home runs, parks. But uh, as far as the defense, I think Phillies has the best defense now in the game with their four-man p- pitching uh, rotation. Yeah, and uh, also you got to remember also in the postseason with the Texas Rangers, his uh, his bats is what let him down, you know, during that pitching duel, that great pitching duel he had it out uh, with uh, the kid from San Francisco. Uh, but his bats let him down, and you don't have to worry about that with Philadelphia. This is a team who set a major league record with five players that hit 20-plus home runs. Yeah, with, it, with them five players, I, I, I definitely tell you this. They're going to need to hit those 20-plus home runs because there's not going to be a lot of points scored against a, um, a Roy Holiday, a, a Roy Oswald, uh, Cole Hamilton. There's not going to be a lot of points scored on these guys. But you look at this uh, Philadelphia uh, Phillies uh, pitching staff, and not to forget the Cy Young winner uh, and Lee, but you look at that staff, tell me that doesn't look like uh, Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, John Smoltz. And you can also throw in uh, Danny Nagel. That doesn't. Mm-hmm. That looks just like what the Atlanta Braves had when they was in the um, early '90s when they was dominant uh, in, in yeah, baseball. It looked just like those guys. So I, I guess if you build around, especially they should win that whole National League uh, as can for for a certain amount of time, for a numerous amount of times uh, in in this division. What's going, what's about to happen in baseball? Hmm. And I, let me say, let me add this. I, I talked about it earlier as far as. I'm kind of in between of him taking less money, or and I'm glad to see that he took less money because then you got the baseball, um, you got the baseball commissions and uh, the uh, baseball uh, players, uh, players league union. I'm sorry, that uh, that's not a good deal. That doesn't set the uh, tone for other guys coming out. But it's not always about money when you have a child in. What's, what's all that noise, man? What's going on? When you got a child in omi- remission. Um, for probably, uh, what is it, about four or five years. He has a child remission. And then Philadelphia has one of the best uh, medical centers, uh, children medical centers in the country. So I think he was looking a whole lot of that. Anything can happen. We know what that uh, cancer and stuff like that. 
uh, plays a big part in people's lives. It changed lives. So Cliff Lee taking less money, it wasn't all about the money. If, if in New York might have a had a better had a better uh, children's hospital as Phoenix does, as Philadelphia does. I mean, the decision weighs heavily on your family when you're making those decisions for your um, livelihood. Well, you got to look at, is, is it really less money when you're talking about five years opposed to seven years? you got a five-year guaranteed uh, contract. Uh, I believe the Yankees' contract for seven years, I believe the last two or one year wasn't really guaranteed, and you look at it on an annual basis, there's only a $21.43 million contract that he would have been earning with the Yankees. Now he has an opportunity to play five years at $25 million annual. So who's to say in five years after the fifth year, what the Yankees would have done with this guy. And you know the Yankees are notorious for if a guy is not performing, uh, you know, they can trade him. Uh, you know, in two year, in two, the last two years of that contract, he right. could possibly be out of baseball. You never know because, you know, the way he throws, the way he pitches, he's a hard thrower. You yeah. know, he, that arm can go into remission at any time. Right. But you see, um, we're, as, you know, we're wasting time even talking about that because his wife, when the Yankees first got into the, to the picture, his wife said, I'm not going to New York. Yeah, and you know what, and I was gonna say that, but but you know what, but Ken was making a points of uh, what can happen if, if it was just a baseball decision. He was making a points of uh, the Yankees. He's not a hometown girl. He's not Derek Jeter. He's not that hometown guy where uh, he started getting uh, losing all his uh, baseball skills. That he's still gonna stay in New York. No, he's he's coming from somewhere else. So in that third uh, final two years, they looking to trade him because he is a pitcher. He is a power pitcher. And, and you know, Coach B, you know, in that, in that uh, postseason, I'm going to need you to do the same thing. Most definitely. So, I mean, again, we knew, I knew from the jump. Wifey said, I'm not going. She ain't going. Now, remember, he had to sign his no trade clause, even go to Texas at first. Right. From Philly when they traded him. Yeah, we got four minutes to break, man. Quam Lots of Sports. Sometime Rich with Ken from the ATL show, 888 346 Call in. We also, Ken has also posted about the uh, trivia. We got a trivia coming up with the. Uh, uh, we're gonna figure out which one, which trivia question uh, that we want to put out there. But it's um en- en- energy force bracelet. I have mine on now. Can they are yeah, they, I got they, mine. they are pretty good. But let's get back into this. Uh, well, we talk about that. Uh, and next we got second. mine yet. Mine will be here in the next couple of weeks. I was told. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next couple of weeks. Yeah, I had to order. We'll talk about that. Let's finish up on this baseball. Um, but yeah, Rich, when 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 Ken was making his points, which were valid and good points, the whole thing, the whole time I'm thinking, his wife already said no. Yeah, again, when she, when wifey said no, it was a wrap. And, you know, baseball and football, we all know it, way two different things. But baseball player wives, they have a lot of say so on what goes on with their husbands. And I know for a fact that when they said, when she, they said that his wife was spit on, poured beard on, or whatever happened in New York, and she said once New York got in the picture, she wasn't going. Now, Washington Nationals, my team was in the picture for that at the beginning. They signed Crawford, man. They signed Crawford to was it one hundred and twenty six million? That's that's Boston. That's the Red Oh, I mean, oh yeah, that's the Red Sox. Okay, that's Boston. Yeah, Boston signed Crawford. Go ahead. They signed Jason Work. Do what now? We signed Jason Work. Jason Work. But again, it's just a simple fact of you know it'd been nice to have Cliff Lee in Washington. It'd be a, you know number one, it'd been a great selling point for the for the team and 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 the community. But again, he goes to Philly where he, you know he won his World Series already. He's going to come in there and do some wonderful things for them. You know, Philly fans are up here where I'm at right now in, in the Lehigh Valley. They woke up this morning and Facebook and TV and, you know, he's back. That's all you heard. But you and know what? With that, with that starting top four, top five, four of the top five um, pitchers are previous Cy Young runners. 
the best part of all this, uh, and you talk about the fans, uh, Rich, the best part of all this is that nobody knew until it was time, until you woke up the next day. Nobody really knew where he was going. They, well, no one knew Philly was even in the picture. Philly, yeah, because yeah, Philly, Philly wasn't made, even in the picture. Philly wasn't even. But then, see, then I go back to, you're right, and then I go back to one of the best children's hospitals in the country. He has a son, man. You, you start, when you've made some money already where you can live off and now everything else is icing on the cake, He's going. You can you can take fifty thousand dollars, fifty million dollars less, which really wasn't that much less. It was. I mean, it really wasn't that much more what the Yankees was doing. He had a seven year deal, so it was probably twenty five million a year on on top of that. So he took a five year, one hundred million. But now he has a son that's in a remission. So um, you you worry about those things. You take if you want to have an opportunity to be able to take care of your kid, you don't want to have to fly here and here and there. You always want to get the best treatment for. You, yourself, your family, your kids, whomever that is that's close to you. So a, a lot of that plays a part with it, and that's the best part about it, that he did take less for the right reasons and then go get more and say, well, I have $50 million, $50 million more. I can go, you know, I can fly anywhere and take my kid anywhere. But you want to be there on the spot. You want to be at the point where you can just drive down the street and get that done. Um Again, a lot of athletes not like that. Some he's just not a selfish guy. He's made money. He has a World Series, so you know, that's that's Cliff Lee, and congratulations to him. And also, we didn't know about this until today. I know, we, I know, we, we're gonna go to break right now. But yeah. also, you know, he did it the right way. He called the Texas Rangers. His made it, and his agent called the Yankees. Uh-huh. That's class. That's yeah. super duper class. That, right that, there. You Can't help but give him love for that. You are absolutely right, and that was the probably the best way you could do it. He has no dealings with the uh, Yankees, but he has been in Philly. So let him call Philly, his agent, continue. To, I mean Texas, and his um and his agent continue the business with uh, the Yankees. So that that mm-hmm. was that's absolutely correct. Yeah, but that's the way he's always been his whole career. He's been a first class guy. He's never complained about his contract. Yeah, uh, he was dealt from team to team uh, to team, and now back to the uh, team he, he he was traded to originally. Uh, he didn't complain. He just went out there. He played the game. He played hard. He won. Let's uh, take a break. First class ownership. He didn't go out there and pull a LeBron James out break, there man. and just uh, put one on you know somebody's uh, uh, hat. You know, he called him up like coach hey. did. Uh, that's his first class. Break, Ken. Hey, we're going to take this is Kwame Sports sometime, Rich. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back and let Ken finish up what he's saying. We might have the coach's corner coming right on there. Two minutes. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Don't miss the show that gives you exclusive access to your favorite pro athletes off the field and in our communities. Join host Nick Murphy for Heroes Radio. Hear it directly from the source as we take you behind the scenes with your favorite stars. 
It's sports, community, entertainment, and fun. And it's all part of Heroes Radio. Tune in Friday afternoons at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, only on the Voice America Sports Channel. You already get the general sports headlines and discussion on TV and radio. Tune in to The Blueprint with Randall Gatewood. Yeah, we'll cover all the general big-name stuff, too, but we go beyond the typical sports radio show to bring you the details you don't get anywhere else. We'll talk about the inspirational stories and the little-known successes. If you want creativity, The Blueprint is the place to be. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion, but respects yours as well. The beginning of every week is Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. We'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend. Keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general. It's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. Every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the Kwame Last of the Sports. Sometimes Rich McKinnon from the ATL show. We are back. We we're talking some Cliff Lee. Uh, we were talking some baseball, but the Phillies and Cliff Lee and and and, and Ken was making valid points uh, again, uh, as he always do, um, about how first class this guy was, and he's always been that way. And I think when you when you are a first class person, when you he put didn't say that I said that, as Ken was saying, how first class he was, he's always been that way. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> No, you did this, but Ken said, but he did come in and say, you did, Rich. So let me give you a credit. Let me put a check right by your name. Rich Rich said yeah, it. Put put an asterisk. Put an asterisk. <laughs> yeah, but he's always been a first class guy, man. When you and when you that type of person, man, you do have that type that kind of success. And uh, you put the right things before um any monetaries or any any um uh, worldly thing so you put the uh, family first you put your career your life and stuff first that usually takes place good things happen to you do we got a coach's corner because you we got the coach's corner man. let's let's get it then coach's corner today is is just i am sick and tired of the national football league front office it's sick and tired of people telling the officials taking the fun out of the game yes to a point the uh celebration by um Sean Jackson on Sunday, yes, it was a little out there, but geez, come on. He stood at the one-foot line and fell backwards into the end zone with the ball out. I mean, again, you're taking the fun out of the league. The guys score a touchdown, they run back to the huddle, and they get ready for the next one. I mean, if a guy wants to celebrate for touching the end zone, let him celebrate. Four catches, 210 yards, and two touchdowns. I mean, let the guy do what he needs to do. If he ain't spiking the ball in no one's face, if he's not – getting in someone's face saying, yeah, yada, 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 yada. Let them have fun. Let them flip into the end zone. Let them do whatever. Now, if they flip in the end zone and get hurt, guess what? It's on them. It's their fault. You dummy. Okay? But celebrating in the end zone, to me, doesn't take anything away from the game. It's not an individualism. It's none of that stuff. It's just this guy is celebrating because he touched pay dirt. We all, from the time we were little until now, we all know when you touch that end zone, that's pay dirt. That's how you get money. That's what they call money. They call it tugs. Every all the little names that they say, let these guys have fun. You pay them all the millions of dollars. You limit what they can say and what they can do. If they score a touchdown, let them have some fun with it. Stop 
bitching and moaning. I'm tired of seeing it from the referees. Referees make more mistakes than the than linemen make in a game. They miss calls like a blatant. I think it was a blatant face mask um, that they missed two nights ago on Sunday night. But yet they didn't call it, and the TV commentators let you know. Oh, look at that blatant! But they don't call it. I just I'm sick and tired of the double standard. Let the NFL guys have fun. Let them play football. Bottom line, as a coach, if one of my players wants to. If I get a 15-yard penalty because he celebrated the end zone, so what? Can we? Um, I give him. I give him a ten for originality, though. Can we eliminate the cursing, though? Go ahead, uh, Ken. <laughs> I give him a ten for originality. <laughs> a ten for originality. You know what? I, I I agree with Rich. I I like this. I I love the celebration, but not to a point where it's, uh, it takes away from the game. When you you know who celebrates in the league, so they want to put a cease to that. They want this to be a clean cut. Uh, this is a huge business, the National Football League. So if you're walking into a, a a Fortune 500 company, you're not walking in there with that swagger. You may have a nice suit on, and that may be your swagger. You're not walking there pointing everybody the face. I had top sales this week. I had top sales this month. You're not doing that. And that's the NFL, Fortune 500. This is a huge business. Um, so the guys up top, the old white men up top, uh, they, well, they want to put this. They not, they not used to this. They want to sit this. Uh, they want to put things to a cease as far as the celebration. We celebrate. We celebrate because, for, for real, if you want to get down to it, it's hard getting in the NFL. It's hard getting in the NFL. It's hard going against uh, defenses uh, that, where guys can knock you out. So when you know I get saying? and not only that, Quam, the problem I have with it is I remember when we were growing up in Virginia area. Number one team we always saw was the Washington Redskins. That's what you saw. Washington and Dallas, yep. Okay. And every time the Washington Redskins scored, you couldn't help. You you was excited to see the fun bunch jump up and down. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I hate the Redskins with a passion. Don't like the Redskins. Never, never liked the Redskins. But I enjoyed seeing Billy White, Hughes Johnson get a kickoff return for a touchdown and do his dance. I enjoyed seeing the fun bunch do yeah. their thing. Yeah. And you I, know, but go ahead. nowadays, it's like you get a penalty for that. Come on, seriously? Yeah, you're it, taking the fun away from the game. You're paying all these guys all this money. You're taking the fun away from the game. You know, you're sitting there. You're sheltering your quarterbacks. Some of your quarterbacks. Let me put it like that. You're sheltering some of your quarterbacks. You got that right because they hit Michael Vick, and that and that was Tom Brady. That would have been a, a twenty hundred yard penalty. It would right, exactly. It would have been a hundred yard penalty. Tom Brady. You know, they they shelter who they want to shelter. And again, you know, it's, again, it's not fair across the board. You know, it just to me, it just does not make sense. I th- I th- and how many times do you have you seen a Reggie Bush or somebody that dove in the end zone from the one or two or three yard line into the end zone? That made it. That that was no different. None of them players got ever got flagged or penalized for diving into the end zone like that. I mean, just turning around and falling into the end zone. To me, that's like diving into the end zone. What, what was the flag call for? There's not no difference. But I, I tell you what, let me throw my forty, my uh, thirty seconds in there. Uh, this is the Coach's Corner at this point, the second segment of the show. This is Kwamala Sports, sometime Rich came from the ATS show. Coach's Corner right now. And, and the thing is, is the celebration and the rules. Are they changing the game, taking the fun out of the game? I honestly believe they are taking the fun out of the game. Uh, Rich, you made a lot of points into it, and I agree with him. Um, I, I'm more I'm more so of um, – I think I was a guy – I never try to show you up outside of showing you up in, in between the lines. If I made a play on you, I knock you out. You knew I knocked you out. You knew I hit you, so I get up. If you start talking junk, I'm gonna say something to you, and this is gonna make it ten times worse for you when you come across the field again. Exactly. Yeah. But, but um, 
I like when guys just run into the end zone. I hate that unnecessary celebration. Just run into the end zone and score. Get to the sideline and do what you do. That's, that's humiliation enough, just scoring on somebody. Because they trying their hardest to stop you and they couldn't and you got an end zone. That is humiliating. Isn't it? So him doing his dance and stuff, it, it depends. There's a fine line between celebrating and doing your dance and doing some other stuff. And Deshaun Jackson, we know from his past, He's dropping the ball before before he even got in the end zone. They've given him a touchdown. Uh, he just done a lot of bonehead things going into the end zone. Get into the end zone first and then do your thing. Exactly. Don't turn around and look back at the uh, the uh, defense that couldn't get you. With, while you have a bad hamstring, that couldn't get you. Because defensively, defensively, they're trying everything schematically to stop you from getting one yard. Now you're taking it 60 yards on them, and then you get to the corner of the end zone and you – uh, no, no, goal you're line. Ninety-one yards on him on an out. Well, you're taking ninety-one yards on him on an out. Then you get to the on a bad wheel. You get to, on a bad wheel and you get to the the goal line and you turn around and look at them. Yeah, mm-hmm. get into the end zone first, then turn around and get them that stare as you walk to the sideline because you're done. But you know, again, on a five yard out, you go ninety-one yards. You can't really fault. You know, again, this is this, this is DJ Deshaun Jackson. You know what he's going to do. You know he's going to act up if he is in a position where he can act up and get away with it. Let me tell so you. He, he did what he needed to do, and he backed it up, and he did what he was supposed to do in the end zone, celebrating his touchdown. My son, I, and I'll let you go, Kim, but let me get this real, real quick. My son, KJ, he was playing flag football. Now, KJ's more quicker than fast. When he's playing flag football, it was almost like you see seeing Barry Sanders. Not, he's not Barry Sanders. Let me throw that out there. But the, how he goes sideline to sideline, then go up the field, he made all those guys uh, – and then I was coaching his team halfway the time, half of the time. But he goes all the way down there, he scores, and then he does a priest home. I took his butt right out the game. He didn't play again. I put him on the sideline because they couldn't get you. These guys, they whatever athletic ability they have and, and, and desire and passion to get you, to get your flag, they were trying to and they couldn't do it. So now you're humiliating them, but that's to the fault of their own. So And you get in the end zone, you score, but you do that priest home thing. That's too much right there. But to me, it's just that's a different mentality because number one is kids, and I go kids always. Um, and it's my point to teach them. You already exactly. done what you're supposed to do. So come on, sit down, and watch the game. But when you get to this level of National Football League, the Arena Football League, the UFL, the CFL, if you score a touchdown, number one, you are one in what five thousand people that are there. Number one, <laughs> right? So when you and not everybody touches the gets the opportunity to, to score a touchdown. Uh, we got three. We got three minutes. So before we go into anything else, Ken, what you got to uh, add to this? Oh, he's on his boss's couch. Ken, Ken from the ATL. Oh, I see, I, like I said, I already said what I had to say. It's a disgrace. I say it's no different from Reggie Bush diving in the end zone from one to three yards out into the end zone. He's never got a flag on that. Deshaun Jackson shouldn't have got a flag. The referees are trying to involve themselves too much in the game, which they shouldn't. Leave it to the players on the field who work hard to uh, to, uh, to make this game what it is today. And last night on the Ravens, number Reed, number thirty sixteen, run the run the kickoff back for a touchdown. He jumps in the end zone. He doesn't need a flag. Yeah, and and you know what, Rich, and what, that you, now that you say that, if he gets hurt, that's on his own. Then he should get fined. Um, no, he shouldn't get fined. He's just getting in trouble by the team. He should get fined. I'm talking about by his team, not by oh, the yeah. NFL. He should be fined by his team for being stupid, uh, jumping in the end zone. I don't like when they flip because. You have to land on your ankles. You have to land on what got you in the lead. That your legs, your, your maybe in half of the guys, your brain. You don't want to land in a situation where you're gonna hurt yourself, and now you can't play. And you now, you been that's a selfish act. Because if you do get hurt, then you're letting your team down. You're on the field for a reason because 
90% of the time, well, I say 75% of the time, you're probably one of the best players on that team. So that's why you want to feel. Now, I say 75% of the time because there's a lot of guys in the National Football League that should not be in the National Football League. Let me ask you guys this. Uh, choice, the Jason choice of uh, getting Michael Vick's autograph. You guys got a problem with that? Excuse my French. No. That was French? Not at all. I should have took all. that class. That would have been easy. Hey, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, not exactly. I mean, seriously. I mean, you know, I know for a fact, and I'm, I'm sorry to put your business out there. I can go in your house right now, Kwam, uh-huh. and I see people that you played against, right? that you played a wuss, with autographs on your wall. Now, ask him when you got or how you got it. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, remember what? Not a few weeks ago, Terrell Owens, mm-hmm. after a game, I don't think he did it on the field, but after a game, got a jersey or gave someone his, another player a jersey. Right. And it, that, that happens every game. But because the Shark Choice just got that beat, now, they lost that game because of offensive play and defensive play, the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. The Shark Choice did his, what he was supposed to He didn't fumble. He ran the ball. He did what he was able to do. Okay. Yeah, a pretty good game. And a pretty good game. He so did. He, because he goes and gets Michael Vick's autograph seconds. for his nephew. Come on. So, again, and I know, I know at this point in time we're part of it, but sometimes the media sensationalizes stuff a little too much just so they have something to talk about. I agree. Uh, Shut your mouth and know what you're supposed to do. And little stuff like that is minute. It's very minute. That ain't the reason why the Cowboys lost the game. Because <laughs> they got an autograph. But they, it's, it's, it's all – people just need a story to tell. Hey, we got we got a Ken from the ATL coming up with the uh, three minutes with, a minute with Ken. We got that coming yeah, back? We got it coming up. Kwame Lots of Sports, Sometime Rich with Ken from the ATL Show. We'll be back. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Get ready to go inside the minds and behind the scenes with the top professional athletes, celebrities, and music entertainers. It's a sports show like no other. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with former NFL wide receiver Jarris McIntyre is real talk with in-depth interviews, topical discussions, and a whole lot of comedy. You'll hear from the entertainers, the athletes, and the fans. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with Jarris McIntyre is broadcast live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first Internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 7 p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. We some hard hitters. 
We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the Carmen Lasseter Show, Sometime Rich with Ken from the ATF Show. And uh, we're going to jump right into a minute with Ken today, brought to you by Energy Force. I'm wearing my bracelet now, and uh, believe me, it does work. i got better balance and better endurance, and uh, uh, we're going to be uh, trying to give away one out to uh, a lucky listener out there today uh, uh, when we come back with a trivia after a minute with Ken. But uh, I want to jump right to this minute with Ken. I, I, I got a problem with uh, the Jets assistant, uh, uh, Sal Alosi. If you don't know who Sal Alosi is, he's the one uh, when Jets were playing the Dolphins, uh, stuck his knee out there and tripped cornerback Nolan Carroll uh, on a punt return uh, when he was out of bounds uh, along the sidelines. And Sal Alosi is not a player. He is the strength and conditioning coach for the New York Jets. Uh, so why this guy is on the field uh, as a strength and conditioning coach when the players are already, uh, I guess, uh, already strength and conditioning for the game already, I don't know. But uh, that close to the sideline uh, to be involved in a play where he shouldn't have been in is, is a disgrace for the NFL, uh, not just uh, towards the, uh, the organization, uh, but for fans out there who go out there and watch their favorite players go out there and perform, and now they can't perform. You've got somebody out here who does not even play football, uh, goes out here and just gets himself involved in, in a game. Uh, he was fined 25000 suspended for the rest of the season without pay. Uh, I, this guy should have been fired. Why does this guy still have a job? I don't know. Uh, if this was somebody uh, uh, who, who uh, a normal worker uh, who uh, who probably take care of the groundkeeper or something like that, gets involved in a play, this guy would have been fired. But because he's a Jet who take care of their own, uh, this guy still has a job. And this just adds to the long list of problems for the New York Jets. Uh, Darrell Revis, uh, Antonio Cromartie, uh, uh, Braylon Edwards. Uh, it seems like they just keep these players around, these bad guy image. So uh, congratulations, Jets. You just kept another bad guy around who just jumped on the field Stuck his knee out. I mean, what was this guy doing anyway? What was he showing somebody how to do a perfect squat or something like that? I mean, come on. Stick with your, your job, which is strength and conditioning, off the field, not doing game time, got yourself involved in the field. I almost could have ended this guy's career. Remember, Nolan Carroll is the one who broke his leg, I believe, uh, twice within the last few years, missed numerous games uh, due to injury. And this guy almost ended this guy's career on the field, which had nothing to do with you playing football. So congratulations, Sal Alosi. Um, very disappointed in you. The NFL should take action and fire this guy and not just suspension by the New York Jets. 
that's my man for chant today. And I'll go ahead and let Kwame speak on that. That's a good minute with Kim, but I know uh, Coach B is going to have to get out of here. So you want to speak on it before you get him? Or you want to oh, yeah, just I take him? I got to speak on it. Uh-huh. I don't agree what I he do did. Go- I don't agree what he did at all. But that was five, four yards, three and a half, four yards between the sideline and the where Sal was standing at. Sal was at a respectable area where he could be standing because he's part of the Jet staff. Okay? The runner, the gunner, ran well out the ends, well out, was still running down the sideline. Again, don't agree with what Sal did at all and won't condone it as a coach. Um, don't think he should have got fired. <clears throat> I think he got what he deserved to get. Um, but, again, he was standing where he could stand, where he had the right to stand, um, at the very end of the 30-yard line, in that box, in his box. He wasn't, he wasn't nowhere where he should not have been as a coach and as a person on the staff. The problem I have with it is, yeah, he shouldn't have stuck his leg out um, or his knee out the way he stuck his knee out. That was wrong. Knee injuries are because he could have did he could have blew his knee up also. Um, but I don't ever agree with anybody getting that Woody Hayes on at all. <laughs> um, but again, like I said a second ago, um, he was where he was where he could be, where he should be, where he should have been. And um, you know, a lot of times, Ken, when your strength and conditioning coach is also a licensed massage therapist. Um, so when you come off the field sometimes, you know, you got a twinge in your hammy or your calf or something like that. And a lot of times that strength and conditioning <laughs> coach knows how to get that knot or something out of it. Kwame should know that himself. I ain't got no knots, boy. I got a curler here. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Well, your yeah, hammy, you dummy. You don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> you don't know what you're thinking. Why do you even have a job anyway? Let me, let me, add, uh, let me add to that. Uh, there, there is a coach's box. Uh, I don't agree with Coach uh, B, but uh, it, this guy was standing on there. And you know, as well as I know, as well as anybody that's been around the game, when you got a gunner and a jammer going down the field to get the punt, he, he does use that sideline, and the coaches know that. But if he didn't do anything wrong, why is he apologizing? I would never apologize for anything I haven't done wrong. He's apologizing. You can look at the film. He's literally sticking his knee out and, 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 and getting this guy. Move back. You He's a young guy. Move back. But I go back to what um, – what Ken was saying earlier, it's just the the Jets organization. It's just the Jets mentality. Uh, Rex Ryan and and those guys. If anybody need to be fired, it need to be him and uh, Brian Schottenheim for that anemiated uh, offense they have. But on Sal, he stuck. Let me add this part to it. This guy got a a, uh, a kind of award that you do um, sportsmanship award. He got a sportsmanship award a few years ago, and then for him to do something like this. And then apologize and keep reiterating how sorry he is about it. Get out the way. There is a coach's box. I agree with coach, uh, but you you know how gunners and jammers use the sideline to get up the field, is because you you angle kick and the, and the uh, uh, the Jets was probably angle kicking. I'm not sure for a fact, but if you angle kicking, you want to be on that sideline. You just can't be the first to touch the football when you go out of bounds. But, yeah, but what happens if okay? What happens? You know, if you run if. If he had like six, five of guys standing right there next to him, they're all on the line standing right there. They posted the ball. As a gunner, as a gunner, Kwame, you are used to be a gunner. You know not to run. Why would you run over that way anyway? Oh, you, I did run over that way. I used the sideline to my advantage. Look, there's a big, there's a thick white. Look at the, you know how the field is. There's I a white. There, there's a white. Uh, a white. Uh, four yards of white line. Yeah. Okay. Now it's thick. It's all covered in white. Now four there's line, a four yards. Now there's another line. And it's not four yards. That's not that. It's not that thick. But there's another. Uh, I'm talking about Three half yards. of. It's two yards of a white line, and it's all all painted white. That's the sideline. 
there's another line behind that where the players and the coaches should be. He he's standing in the first white line. He it's can't do he can't him in the line he can't he can't do that. It's a white line. He, coach, you Look you been there. You look at, you know what you saw. You don't know what you're talking about. What you're saying and talking, talking about two about different you, things. Slim. He's in the white line. He sticks his legs out. If he was behind that second line, then I, I wouldn't. We wouldn't be having this conversation. Then that guy shouldn't be way over there. If you look at the actual fit of foot, yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yes, I'm looking does. at it now. He sticks his knee out. Yes, but if you look where his toes is, his toe is still behind the white line. He we should see grass between the toe and the line. Right. And the foot. Okay, then. He should be behind the second line. I'm not, I'm not condoning what he did because what he did was straightly wrong, non-professional, okay? And it only could have hurt, hurt his career. Could, it definitely could have hurt the player's career. Okay? Yeah. yeah he, what I'm saying is, is this guy's laying on the ground in pain. Because what a, a coach did, who doesn't have any uniform on, stuck his knee out, should have been two yards behind. You mentioned the four yards. It is four yards. Look at All this right. guy. Look at this guy. When the kid hit the ground. When you no know what? You didn't watch the film. Because if you I saw this, I know what kind of person you are. And if you saw this, you wouldn't be talking crazy. I think you just. I'm not talking crazy. You, I'm just looking at this. <laughs> when, when, when Nolan hit the ground, when he hit the ground, he didn't grab his knee. He grabbed his side. He had plenty of time to move, coach. I know he did. What I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is when. The, when Nolan Carroll hit the ground, he didn't grab the outside of his right leg. He grabbed his side, his ribs. That's what he grabbed. Okay. Well, he's running. I don't care okay, what part. He hit the ground because he tripped and hit that hard turf. He would have never hit the that ground. Hurts. Ken, that hurt. the turf's hurt hard all the way around. So if he would have hit somebody, hit the turf. Look, I was a gunner. Let me, let me, let me. I was a gunner. If I'm being double teamed and I'm angle kicking to my side, I'm going to use the sideline to my advantage. I know when I come back in, va- in bounce, I can't be the first to touch the football, but I can make the tackle. I, you you got to know all parts of the game, but this guy had four yards. He's seen him coming. You have to see the film again because if you say you saw this film, this conversation is not taking place. Mm-hmm. We're we on to yeah. something else. This guy, so the Sal Alalusi, sees him coming. He literally sticks his knee out and leans forward to the guy. He saw him coming. And he's standing in the box that I was talking about earlier that he should have been two yards back. We talked about this with the players. Man, you had this whole argument last year, two years ago, with the players standing in the white, when the white chalk. Move back two yards is where you're supposed to be. If you're going to stand there, you've got to be paying attention to the game. He's a coach, uh, and he's a special team coach. I'm sorry, strength and conditioning coach. Watch out for this stuff. You should be watching out for this. He had four yards or four. He paid about two or three seconds to move. Before that guy even got to him, but what he does, what he do is stick his knee out and hurt the guy. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I need you to look at this film. I want you to really look at it and dissect it. I'm watching it now. Yeah, I'm watching the, the film right now. The sore loser. From the thirty second mark. The thirty second mark. Nolan just already just picked off a pass earlier that game. Remember? And, and they they did angle kick while I'm, while I'm watching it again. They did angle kick. It was only five yard line, ten yards, something like that. They did angle kick to the right. I'm watching this thing in slow motion right now. So am I. His leg, actually, okay, to be you, completely honest. Yeah, be completely honest. His knee does not hit him. Oh it my. barely touches it outside of his leg. And when he oh, falls, my he goodness. Ken, are you watching this? I'm watching it. I'm looking dead I'm at it. I'm not watching it. I watched enough of it to know that was intentionally. That was uh, intentional. Look at him. Okay, slow motion. Sore loser. Look at him. Don't count how he picked off of a pass earlier that game. This is, uh, you know what? I'm done talking to both of y'all. 
feel me? Both of y'all bad. I'm talking to you. I thought it was legal anyway. So <laughs> we can talk bad about you anyway. I mean, all, all I'm saying is I'm not, not condoning what he's doing. Oh, I know you're not doing that because I know what kind of guy you are, but. I'm just looking at it right now, and I'm looking at the actual aspect of what happened. Okay, he's laying on the ground right now, withering in pain. He wouldn't have been on the ground. His side hurts. He wouldn't have, have been on the ground. His side, huh? You already iterated that the turf does hurt when you fall. True, but he would have never touched that ground if he wouldn't have stuck his knee out. Yeah, but how did he really Jonah fall? Carroll is looking downfield. He's not worried about somebody's knee getting stuck out to trip him over so he can fall on the ground, either hurt his knee or hurt his ribs. He's looking downfield at the at the at the returner. Man, that guy, this that that that's that, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. That guy, I, Rich. I'm, I'm about, Rich. I I don't know, Coach B. Look, go go make your phone call. Call the Philadelphia Eagles and get you some turf. And uh, you know, go on the sports sometime, Rich. And I just don't think it's well, Ken from the ATL show. We'll be back. We're gonna talk about some trivia with the energy force. We might talk a little something else, uh, but we'll be back in two minutes. All right, Coach B, good good talking to you. I'll be safe. Talk to y'all later. Holla back. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion but respects yours as well the beginning of every week is crunch time with keenan howry we'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general it's crunch time with keenan howry every monday at 11 a.m pacific time 2 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel and make your voice heard Every Monday, tune in after the weekend games for Locker Room Views with Arturo Freeman. It's a sports show that'll keep you talking. We'll go inside the minds and lives of world-class athletes and hear about their views, opinions, and life experiences about the world of sports. Your host, former NFL great Arturo Freeman, will present an action-packed hour every single week. Arturo Freeman, Locker Room Views, is live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports okay Arms. welcome back to the Kwame Lassen sports sometime rich with uh camp from atl show i say sometimes rich because this guy is always leaving i don't know he i don't know what he's 
What is this guy doing with his time? I tried to help him out, tell him call the Eagles for some turf, but he don't want to. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, we were to, Ken mentioned uh, before a minute with Ken about the energy forces. We got a trivia going on. Uh, how are we going to do it? I'm trying to think if we're going to do it on the show or we're going to do it on the fan page. Uh, but we're going to come up with some trivia. Ken, it can't be too easy now because I know you're going to. Nah, we we got we to make it hard now. We got to make it hard. So, But the, uh, energy, for, let me, the energy force, man, I, as, as you said, um, I got mine on too. And then, you know what? I need to get a smaller one. My wrist is not as big as uh, yours, uh, but it, but it's good, yeah. man. I like. Um, I did the balance test on that. It, it really does work. Yeah, and you know what? Even if it was mental, it, it mentally works for me. So uh, mm-hmm. the silicon wristbands with the energy force on and balance you up. I have one on my right and my left, so I'm trying to stay balanced. I play golf. My golf game was better. I'm not saying I'm already good. I'm not saying if I just had a good day, uh, but before that, I was playing bad, man. I'm not, I was playing. Uh, I was playing terrible, and I stopped playing. But I tried to go practice. Um, uh, but it's good for the strength and balance, man. I, I like it. Um, yeah, and the endurance works well too. I, I tried the endurance test out last night. Well, do what you got on treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> you the endurance test. You talking about? Oh, you talking about something else? Rich already cussed on the show. Now you talking sexually? What, what's going on? I just said I tried the endurance test out last night. There you go. So instead of three minutes, you went four. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, nah, I just feel a lot better as far as endurance. I was able to, you know, run around, do a lot of running around and stuff like that. You know, normally I get tired. Uh, very easy doing that, especially after work. And uh, I just didn't feel tired, you know. But then when I'm able to sleep, I sleep very well. So it does it does relax you and uh, help you, you know, do you know, sleep very good, And uh, I might add, you know. Okay. Well, they got, um, if you go to the energyforce.com, they got a lot of uh, testimonies you can, um, uh, and you, uh-huh. you, you can, um, Hear me and me and Ken's uh, testimony about it. I, I'm I, I like them. I say that I like them. Um, whatever they whatever they doing is it works. Whatever mentally uh, I'm thinking about or uh, it works. So um, you know, go to the go to the uh, website energyforce.com yeah. and and uh, you know check it out for yourself. Yeah, and shout out to Troy Mangoni who uh, who brought Energy Force to us, and uh, definitely uh, looking forward to uh, doing more work with them guys. Yeah, we got to get him. We got to get him. Uh, he's a golfer, so we might have to have him on a uh, show. Um, get him. Uh, maybe talk to. Um, yeah, to bring him to the uh, Carmen Nasser uh, Sports. Uh, uh, the golf field tournament uh, in January. Well, I'm gonna bring him to that too, but I also wanna. He talked about some NFL stuff. I wanna see. I'm not so much for the NFL as a. Uh, most guys are, but most guys just want to stay in the loop. I'm more so for the NFL alumni, so I might I might try to reach him, get him. Uh, but you know, I just met him. I don't need time to get to know him, so I might bring him. Eventually, definitely he's gonna do my foundation stuff. So we we'll, we we'll talk about that. But you know, I know I know Ray Ellis and Guy Troop has something going on. So we just want to bring it to the NFL alumni. And then Ken, you know, you definitely gonna have to be a part of that because you brought the guy oh, yeah. to the table. Yeah, definitely. You got to be a part of that. So uh, we want to oh, yeah. get we want to get him. Eventually, where he wants to be, he wants to be in the NFL. I think the main there's more power moving, there's more motor moving with the NFL alumni, and that's just my opinion. And maybe because I'm alumni, uh, but there's so many entities with like NFL alumni, NFL retired players, uh, NFL PA. There's a lot of things going on. But when you hear some talk, you always hear about the NFL alumni. So we want to get that moving. Uh, eventually, we'll get him involved with that uh, and moving in the right direction. Uh, but more power to him, energyforce.com uh, is where you can go look at the testimonies, go look at the braces, the great prices. Uh, they do work. I, I, don't know, yeah. I don't know what their policy is if you don't like it. 
don't try it or whatever. If you don't like it, bring it back. I don't I don't know what their pro I don't know what their policies are, but I won't I won't add to that. But yeah, yeah, we will do trivia uh, next Tuesday on the show, and uh, what we we'll do is put on the fan book face page, let everybody know to tune in to next week's show for trivia. Call in, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll give a couple of them away. Uh, uh, a couple of trivia questions. Okay, uh, so you gonna we'll, we'll let everybody get a fair chance to be be prepared for that. So, uh, all right, trivia get away, free bracelet on the show starting today, but we'll bring it up next Tuesday, as Ken said, it'll be on the fan book, fan page on, on Facebook. So, uh, you know, be one of the first to get it off the Cromwell Sports Sometime Rich, and I mean Sometimes Rich with the Ken from the ATL show. Uh, be, be one of the first persons to get it. Uh, you can hit Ken up on the Facebook. You can hit Ken on the uh, fan page. Uh, he does a great job with the fan page, so. Yeah, yeah. Let's get, let's get into the NFL. Let's get into it. What, what, what? You want to talk about the Brett Favre situation? Yeah, you want to talk? I, I wanna, yeah, I want to talk about this Brett Favre. Not only the, the streak ending, but now and now, is it fair to say now that there's something else wrong with the, uh, or has Brett Favre been unjustly uh, judged uh, on, based on his performance when you got somebody like a, a Tavares Jackson who goes out there and can't even get the job done? It, it is not Tavares. Well, to Tavares' defense, like I always defend. Campbell out in Oakland, who had like five officer coordinators going on, I think six now. Um, to his defense, Tavares Jackson has been sitting on the sideline for two and a half years, anxious and ready to play. You would think he would be ready to play when his turn time came up. Uh, not the case. So that's why Brett Favre was a, was always the starter and was always made an issue of as far as being the Vikings quarterback. Um, they they were better with Brett even if he was hurt because maybe what he brings into the huddle offensively. Maybe defensively you feel like you got a chance. Tavares is more mobile. But Tavares plays like he – I think you and I could have got in that game and did some some of the things he's done. So I don't know, I don't know if it's fairly, uh, you know, uh, what, what would you say, unjust to say it, Brett should have been the guy on there. But, you know, you, you, you bring Tavares in and get this guy. Obviously, as you can see, he might not be the future for this team. Yeah, not at all, and, uh, and that's what I say. I think it's really time to look into the draft. Uh, I think they're going to finish with a a record to where uh, there's going to be uh, maybe not an Andrew Luck, but maybe a Ryan Mallow or even a Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe you know Leslie Frazier is going to probably have this job uh, after this season anyway, and he's going to be able to select his quarterback. He knows the right kind of quarterback he wants in his system. So don't be surprised if you might see uh, a Ryan Mallard or Cam Newton uh, go to the Minnesota Vikings uh, in the first round uh, after after this season. But who is he going to throw? Uh, Percy Harmon's always hurt. I know he got migraines because I get migraines, but this guy's always hurt. Mm-hmm. I mean, who, you know, you still got Bernard Barrion, who's still a really decent uh, receiver. Uh, you got Sidney Rice, who's going to be 100% healthy going into next year. Yeah, yeah hip First surgery. Harvey, he's going to have, uh, you know, he's going to go into next season 100%. And how long he does last is anybody's guess. But also, I think there's going to be plenty of receivers uh, to be uh, taken out of the second round. They got second round picks, uh, of course, coming up. Um, so, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how Leslie Frazier really rebuilds this team. Right. There's nothing wrong with the defense. So you don't really touch the defense. I think really you just need to just build, uh, you know, some weapons, uh, a quarterback uh, to uh, to distribute the ball. So I think quarterback and receiver is just going to be their main focus. You don't need to touch a tight end. You don't need to touch a running back. You definitely don't need to touch uh, the defense. 
I, I will agree with you on that. Uh, if Leslie Frazier does get the job, it will be about time. He should have had plenty of jobs. He interviewed two of them, but that was just for the Rooney Rule uh, to say they interviewed a minority uh, coach. Uh, but if he does get the job, uh, he needs to find a, as you said, he needs to find a quarterback. But here's the problem. The defense is fine. The defense is fine. The defense has been fine for two years. Our offense just have not matched up. If I got a, if the offense meets the defense or the defense meets the offense, you got a good team. But it's been one-sided, so they was always playing from behind. Here's the problem with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, outside of the turmoil that they had early in the year, they don't, they're not running Adrian Peterson. This guy had 14 carries for 26 yards. This is Adrian Peterson at one point. Uh, he's a 1,200-yard he's a rusher year in and year out. Uh, Rice had five receptions for 60 yards. That's fine if you're going to distribute the ball around, but Percy Hobbins never plays. Um, and the team they played the New York Giants last year, we got 30 seconds to break. But Peyton Manning threw two interceptions. I mean, Eli Manning threw two interceptions. He's really that Giants team not really that good. It's just the Vikings are really that bad. I thought the Giants defense played well, um, but other than that, I mean, that's not really a good team. So the Vikings, as you said, need to go out there and get those certain key players to balance this team up. This is the Kwame Lodge of the Sports. Sometimes Rich, and I mean sometimes Rich with Ken from the ATL show. Uh, Ken, we gonna, um, you got any final words? Uh, my final words really is fire Alosi. Uh, uh, fire Sal Alosi. Fire Alosi. Sal Alosi, fire him. He should be That's fired. That's my final word. He's not a first-class guy. I'm going to on that all week on Facebook. There's not a lot of first-class guys in the, in the NFL. At the same time, there are. Do the math to that. Hey, fire that guy. Get him out of the league. Hurting some guys who can't. He couldn't do what he was doing. This is the Kwame Lodge Sport. We'll be back uh, next Tuesday. Ken, check the fan page because Ken will be out there for the trivia questions. You call in uh, next week, and we may have a bracelet for you from Energy Force. Check the website.com. All right. See you guys next week. Hey, thanks, man. Give me a copy. Give me a copy. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america sports channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit VoiceAmericasports.com. the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.